Smartphones have become a necessity for many. We use them to fulfill our work responsibilities, to stay in touch with those we love, and to check social media. But now 20% of kids have a smartphone by the age of three. Virtually every adult in the West uses a smartphone. But did anyone predict how this would impact children? Kids are increasingly glued to screens. One town along the coast of Ireland has decided to do something about it. Every parent in Greystones pledged to not buy smartphones for their kids until middle school or high school. Because of this, parents have benefited from more intentional time with their kids. It's no secret the effect that social media and smartphones have on the mental health of young people. That's why having parents and guardians who are present in their lives is so important. It gives you quality time together and helps you know how to pray for your children. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Monday, we're starting a series called Back to School, Back to Prayer. Well, it's that time of year again. School buses are out and about, picking up our kids, taking them to school. And of course, there's a growing number of those who are doing various forms of school at home as well. No matter how you or your loved ones do school, one thing remains true. We need to be praying for our kids. And though we know we need to be praying for them, sometimes it's hard to know what or how to pray. Today, we're going to be joined by an author, Melissa Kruger. She is a mom the wife of a seminary professor, and the author of many books, including one that I believe will be very helpful for you and me as children go back to school. And it's all about how to pray for the kids in our lives. I mean, the nice thing about praying with our kids, it's this wonderful activity that somehow kids understand is important. Melissa Kruger will be back with us in just a few moments. And then after the program... I'd like to send you a copy of her book called Five Things to Pray for Your Kids. This works for grandparents like me and anyone else who has children around them, children they love and want to see walk with the Lord. Melissa's book is a guide filled with scripture that's easy to use over and over again. So, for your gift to the ministry, I want to send you five things to pray for your kids. Our number after the program to call is 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or you could go online and watch the video we've posted with Melissa and check out the sample chapter. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now, before we meet with Melissa Kruger, let's open with a song by Sarah Groves, Prayers for This Child. Stained in me wants to see 
Welcome to Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. We're traveling to the East Coast from the West Coast, and joining us for the very first time is Melissa Kruger. And Melissa, 
I just want to say thank you for taking the time to be with me on the program today. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to get to Zoom chat across the country. Well, our office has been talking about a book that you've written called Five Things to Pray for Your Kids. And I should say, somebody who reviewed it said it's an easy-to-read book, but equally it's an important book. My children are grown. I have grandkids. Uh, It's easy to pray for children and grandkids, but it's hard to pray for our children and even our grandkids. So let me just ask you, before we get into the nitty-gritty, how do we pray for our children and the children of others, too? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, and I I think the reality is we just do it. As you said, Mm. it's really Mm. simple. But a lot of times in our busy, fast-paced parenting world, I think it's something that we often neglect. You know, we think, oh, I need to get a quiet moment before I can do that. And, you know, one thing I would want to encourage is there probably aren't that many quiet moments. (laughs) Especially if you have young children, you have no quiet moments. Yeah, if you wait for that, your child's (laughs) never going to be prayed for. But, you know, when, when you're washing the dishes what's your mind going to? Why don't you go to prayer? You know, just ask the Lord um, to do what you can't do. I think a lot of times in, in motherhood and in fatherhood, I'm sure this is the case too. We're faced with tasks that we have no idea um, how to accomplish in our own strength. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, make my child believe I can't, you know, I, I, I can, I can fill them with all the good things. I can teach them all the good things about God, but you know, really the Holy spirit has to work in their life. And so what I can't make happen, I can pray can happen. I can ask the Lord, rescue my child, save my mm. child, mm. um, give my child good friends, give my child a mentor, give my child good influences. You know, we can ask him for the world. Um, for our children. And he can actually do something. I can't ensure my child has a mentor or my child has good friends or, you know, my child has Christian teachers, but the Lord somehow can do that. Mm. I noticed when I looked and, 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 and started reading your book that the foreword was mm-hmm. written by your older daughter, your oldest child, Emma. Yeah. It was so sweet what she yeah. said about you and your yeah. husband, too. How yeah, did you get her to up just thinking about it. I, yeah, I kind of forgotten about it. And then you say mm-hmm. that, and I'm like, oh. Well, um, it should. It yeah. should. Just tell everybody, how did you get Emma to write the foreword? Yeah, um, it's so sweet. Emma's now 22. She's in her senior year of college. Mm-hmm. I think at the time she wrote it, she was probably about 17. Mm-hmm. And um, I just asked her, you know, hey, Good Book Company, she is asking, would you write the foreword to it? She had written an article, um, a book review for the Gospel Coalition on a book geared towards teenagers. And she had written that review. And I think the the Good Book Company had read it and said, oh, maybe she'd write the foreword to your book. Mm -hmm. And um, she did. And it was the it was the sweetest addition to that book. Um, And it was everything I had spent years praying to the Lord about. And that's why I tear up, because um, I spent years just saying, Lord, she can go wherever you will send her in this world if you will just save her. Um, And 
you know, what's amazing is she wants to do missions. Like that's what she's hoping to do as she graduates mm-hmm. and leaves college. She um, hopes to go somewhere far, far from me, which breaks mm-hmm. my heart in certain mm-hmm. ways. But at the same time, it's the exact thing I prayed for that no matter what she does in this life, that she would know and love Jesus and um, seeing the Lord answer those prayers that were prayed over her from the moment I found out I was pregnant with her. Mm-hmm. Um Getting to see that is a beautiful thing. Well, and she learned to pray because her parents prayed. Uh, Melissa, how do we model and not just tell kids how to pray besides praying for them? Yeah, I think the best way we model it for them is just to do it daily in our lives. Like we talk to our kids, just to go before the Lord and and just stop everything and say, hey, let's just pray about that. You know, maybe you're talking about something with your teenager. What I find really amazing is it's not off-putting to them. It's actually inviting to them. It's not, it's not simplifying things. It's sometimes saying, you know, even I, as your parent, have no idea what to do. Mm. So let's just pray for this. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. And as they watch you start to take everything to the Lord, that's going to be their first instinct. We're trying to create an instinct in them to go to prayer. And so watching you model it in all of your life, like when they see you worried and anxious, pray, say, hey, mommy is worried and anxious right now. Will you? And then you can actually ask your child to pray for you. What a beautiful thing. Absolutely. When we, we invite them and say, hey, mommy, mommy's sad about something. Will you pray for me? And what a, what a wonderful gift when they pray for us. And that's a good role for them to take on. That's a right way for them to enter into walking with Jesus is to be people who pray. And so we can invite them to do that with us, and then we can invite them to do that for us. Mm. If you just joined us, you're listening to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and joining us from Charlotte, North Carolina, is Melissa Kruger. She's written a book called Five Things to Pray for Your Kids. And let me just say, Melissa, it's great to have you on. And what you suggest praying for your children could also equally be prayed for a spouse, uh, Mm -hmm. for someone uh, that you love that's at a distance, could be your neighbor or whatever. Uh, You set out to write a book that's not a theological tome. That's what I like about it. Uh, It's put out by the Good Book Company, and they're kind of famous for putting out books that can be read. And that's what you did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I think the reality with prayer is not, we don't have a theological problem, (laughs) generally. (laughs) Most of us are pretty set and we should be praying. I think our brains (laughs) have a capacity to wander that is only getting stronger um, with things like smartphones. They have actually made things like prayer a lot harder because they're Mm. pinging at us constantly. And so honestly, um, What I think we need when it comes to prayer is not necessarily a theological description of all the things we should be praying for. I think a lot of us, yeah, the Lord's prayer is pretty theologically rich and packed, and yet Mm -hmm. it's extremely simple. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think we have sometimes, though, in our parenting, we have reduced our kids to praying for whatever is today. You know, um, I'm going to pray that they do well on that test, that they can sit still during the choir rehearsal, that they can, you know, these, these little things. And the Bible tells us we can pray for all of those things. But I realized when I read the prayers of Paul, 
you know, he was often sitting in jail as he's writing these letters to the churches mm -hmm. he's writing. And yet when he prays for the Philippians, what he doesn't pray is, hey, I hope you don't end up like me in a prison somewhere. <laughs> you know, instead, he's praying things like, may the heart, may the eyes of your heart be enlightened so that you may know the riches to which you've been called in Jesus Christ. You know, he's praying these huge things for these believers. Mm. And so I realize my prayers as a parent are often too small. Mm. And when I take mm -hmm. the words of scripture, let me beg the Lord that their love the, for God would grow in knowledge and depth of insight so that they might be able to discern what is best and may be kept pure and holy until the day of Christ Jesus. Now that's a prayer. Let's ask him for more. That's a prayer. And you're just praying the scriptures back yeah. to the Lord, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. What a great way to start. And of course, that's something that you say to do in yeah. your book. That's yeah. that's how you pray for your kids. That's how we should be praying for anything, praying Scripture back to the Lord. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. So we just take every every kind of five prayers is a prayer through Scripture, and that's all you're doing. And it basically, what I, I use this book myself. <laughs> like I, truly, I'm, that's I, good I, to know. <laughs> I mean, because I'll never tire of praying these things for my kids. And what it does for me is this simple little check off. Um, like this morning I prayed, I was praying for kindness for my kids and, you know, my kids are 16, 19 and 22. I still want them to be kind. I can pray that for my two year old and I can pray that for my teenagers. Um, and I'm just praying that the Lord would work that in them. And so it's not the pressing need of the day. My children seem very kind and they're very kind to me. But it's something I want. I need to grow in kindness. I want them to grow in kindness. So it helps me kind of check the boxes um, for what I want to see and hope to see the Lord do in their lives. You know, grow in something like kindness. And I hear you talking. You're not talking that this is a routine. This is something that's a mission. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's deep. It's inside yeah. you. That's what leads you to pray. Not that you're trying to just be a good Christian and pray for your kids every day or pray for I'm utterly convinced in my ability, inability to do much. <laughs> exactly. But I am fully convinced in God's ability to do much. Amen. And so <laughs> I can pray and, you know, call on the God of the whole universe. What an invitation we have. What an invitation we have. And I think so often... You know, I fill my life with rushing around because I really think I'm God of my own life. Mm -hmm. Whereas prayer is an invitation to let God be God, which he is, yes. <laughs> and, let, and let me receive from him. Mm. Melissa Kruger, thank you. It has been a delight having you on Haven today. Uh, may I invite you to pray for us that all of us would learn and practice praying for our kids and for others in our lives as well. Would you lead us in prayer right now? I'd love to. I'd love to. Father, we thank you that you invite us to come to you and pray to you. And Lord, I do pray for anyone listening right now and for each of us even here um, as we're chatting. Lord, I pray that you would just awaken our love for you and that our love would grow in knowledge and depth of insight 
so that we may discern what is best. All of us right now face decisions. All of the people we love face decisions. So Lord, we pray that your love would abound in our hearts so that we may be wise and that we may just continue whatever we do to walk in a manner worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So help us do that, Lord, we pray. Um, And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Melissa Kruger, thank you so much for joining us on the program today, and the Lord be with you. Thanks so much for having me, Charles. I look around and see my wonderful life, almost perfect from the outside. In picture frames, I see my beautiful wife, always smiling, but on the inside. Oh, I can hear her saying, lead me with strong hands, stand up when I can't, don't leave me, hungry for love, chasing dreams, but what about us, show me, you're willing to find that I'm still. Look in their innocent eyes They're just children from the outside I'm working hard I tell myself they'll be fine They're independent But on the inside Oh, I can hear them saying Lead me with strong hands Stand up
that sanctus real and lead me on a haven today. I'm so thankful for our time with Melissa Kruger. It was good to hear her heart to encourage us and to encourage all of us to be praying for the kids in our lives as they go back to school this month. Not only is this a busy season for our children, but there are so many ungodly agendas facing them today. And that's why I'm taking this as a call to start praying more regularly for my grandkids. And whether you're a mom or a dad, an aunt or an uncle, or even a godparent, the kids in your life need you to be praying for them. And that's why Melissa put together a unique book called Five Things to Pray for Your Kids. It's a short and helpful book with 21 key areas to be praying about spiritual growth and character development. And each area has five short prayer prompts drawn straight out of the Bible. You can use this book over and over to pray for the kids in your life and get ready to see how the Lord will work in their lives as well. I want to send you five things to pray for your kids by Melissa Kruger right away for your gift to the ministry. You can make a gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And while you're there, take a look at the sample chapter and see for yourself how easy this book is to use. You can call us right now, if that's better, at 1-800-65-HAVEN. That's 1-800-65-HAVEN. And because so many are still requesting it, we still have War and Grace for your gift to the ministry. 13 real stories about Christians whose lives were changed during the great wars of the last century. Ask about it when you call or read more online. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll be sharing the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. What is the Christian life all about? It's a deceptively difficult question to answer. Is it about worship? Yes. Is it about faith? Yes. It's about a lot of things, but what is it all about? The Lord puts it perfectly in Leviticus 19. You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. That's the gospel in one line. We are made holy. He takes us out of darkness into light. He cleanses us of all our sin, and our holiness comes from him. Yet it doesn't stop there. Be holy. That means live in light of your holiness. Strive against sin. Love the Lord and your neighbor. Be holy. Why? Christ is and has made you holy. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchored.com.